This is Kincaid and Breckenridge, exclusively on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. But uh, we have 70 years of experience around the world with minimum wages, and no, no, it's never happened. The employers always say the same thing. Never happened? It's never happened. No, Gil, come on. <laughs> and, and anywhere, no, it actually hasn't. It's never happened anywhere in the world. Uh, the minimum wage has increased. There, and, and even here in Alberta, we've increased the minimum wage uh, since, well, Ralph Klein, when he was in power, he basically never increased it. Uh, and then in the, the years after that, we increased it about 30% over a period of, 80 year, uh, of eight years. And never once did we lose jobs in the sectors of the economy that were most well, likely. Well, if you're going to say never wage. once, I can even never cite once. just one study. There have been some major studies done in Canada, and they've found, in, in fact, the opposite of what you're claiming. Just to take yeah. one for example that was done in Canada, that minimum wages do not have a statistically significant effect on poverty. Finds that only about 30% of the net earning gains from minimum wage increases go to the poor. About 70% spill over into the hands of the non-poor. Furthermore, we find that job losses are disproportionately concentrated on the poor. So yeah. that's just one study that was done in Canada. No. Well, actually, I'm very familiar with the studies, Rob, and they fall into two categories. There are studies that are based on modeling, uh, and then there are st- studies based on empirical real-world evidence. Like this one, which uses and, data from the know, Survey of Labor and Income Dynamics, looking from 97 yeah, to 2007, that. looking at the, the Fraser, impact. That's the Fraser Institute. No, it's right? not the Fraser Institute. So, wait, wait, who is it then? This is Morley Gunderson, Byron Lee, and Michelle Campoletia. It was published by, in the Journal of Labor Research in September of 2012. So it's yeah, not I'm a Fraser sorry. Institute study, Gil. And, and it's yeah. ironic that you say the Fraser Institute because you'll happily cite uh, their cohorts on the left at the Center for Policy Alternatives. Yeah. So you say we can't take the word of biased think tanks, but look at what some other biased think tanks have to say. <laughs> well, listen, uh, there have been studies across the United States, across Canada, you've cherry-picked one. Well, you said there were none, and I didn't cherry-pick one because that is one of the biggest studies. I have seen that one. That is one of the biggest studies done on, on minimum wage in Canada. So, we, I, yeah, absolutely. We need to look at the evidence from Canada. Another yeah, one here should, says, okay, you, here's and, another one. And you, should look, and you should look at uh, David Green from Cyber Fraser University who did a, a, a meta study of all the Canadian studies and came to the conclusion that there's zero effect uh, on job loss. And who was that study done for? For Simon Fraser. He's from Simon Fraser? Yes. Was that done for the Center for Policy Alternatives? I don't know. It's Simon mm-hmm. Fraser University. He's a public policy a professor of public policy. So, well, we... <laughs> You could pull your study, and but, I, but that's a little bit unfair because I don't have a list of studies. No, okay, well, you're me. claiming that no study has found that. And here's another one done in Canada. A 10% rise in the minimum wage is also significantly associated with a 4 to 6% increase in the percentage of families living under the low-income cutoff. Suggests that a 10% increase in minimum wage is significantly correlated with a 3 to 5% drop in teen employment. That's looking at data from Canada once again. So there's another major okay. study that has found yeah. that. Well, it's, so I, it's, I, you know, I don't want to just throw individual studies out yeah. there. Well, you're going to claim that none of the studies done in Canada have shown that. There's two major studies right there looking at the Canadian evidence that find an association with job losses. So it's not fear-mongering if major studies done and published not by think tanks, but in reputable scientific journals have found this. Well, uh, the study, I, I, I invite people to visit our site, take a look at the research, and what the research shows is that in... The majority of cases, even here in Alberta, uh, 
increases in the minimum wage have not resulted in significant job loss. And in fact, the opposite is true. The number of people working in low-wage industries has actually gone up every time the minimum wage has gone up. It seems counterintuitive, but the reasons for it are clear. If you put more money in the pockets of low-wage workers, they spend it in the economy. And that stimulates economic growth. Okay. Gil, let me get you to hold the line on that point. We'll uh, pick it up after a quick break here. Uh, Gil McGowan is our guest, president of the Alberta Federation of Labor. Their new campaign, 15 is fair, 15 is fair.ca. You can read more there. This is Kincaid and Breckenridge on News Talk 770. Roger Kincaid and Rob Breckenridge, weekdays starting at 9.30 a.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary.